Hello, everyone. My name is Chase Beatty, and this is my podcast, Principle of Polarity. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of my podcast. Today's podcast is entitled Contact, and as usual, I will begin this podcast with a quote. No plan of operation extends with certainty beyond the first encounter with the enemy's main strength. And that's a quote by Moltke the Elder. It's German, so I hope I'm pronouncing it right. I even looked it up, so here we go. Moltke the Elder was a German field marshal who believed in developing a series of options for battle instead of a single plan. And the way that I became introduced to this quote or introduced to this individual is because I had, I had somebody in my leadership who would always tell me no plan survives contact with the enemy. And basically what they were trying to tell me was that, you know, everything is is perfect. Everything seems like it's been accounted for and everything looks ideal when you're sitting back planning it in safety and security and, you know, with definites. You know, but as you go out into the world and as you go out into the battlefield and as you interact with uncontrollable circumstances such as the weather and things that you don't even know that come into play, you know, it's the plan's gonna go awry. It's it's not gonna gonna be executed the way that you thought it would. Now there are times when yes, everything may, you know, fall into place, but more often than not, at least in my experience, when you start putting in other variables and other considerations into the into the plan, you know, things start to fall apart or not necessarily fall apart, but they start going away from the script. And that's not a bad thing. We just have to be able to adapt and overcome. But when you don't include that flexibility into the plans that you're making, then you when you face obstacles and when you face, you know, setbacks or unexpected dilemmas, you know, they become that much bigger because you've been so rigid and so stuck to one plan that you're not able to account for the unknown variables and factors that inevitably will take part in your journey, your goal, you know, your plan. So what made me make this podcast is I've heard a lot of motivational speakers say something to the effect that you need to come up with some sort of plan for your life. And and when you figure out that plan, you need to be dedicated and and stick to that plan and be driven and you know focus on that plan and only that plan and and don't get distracted or sidetracked from what other people are saying or doing or or get down on yourself in the bad moments you know something to that effect and while i agree with them i i feel like that's not 100 true or you know i'll admit maybe my interpretation of the statement that they was making you know maybe wrong maybe i heard it wrong maybe i didn't understand what they were saying clearly but if the speaker didn't in fact mean what i'm getting from the statement then i disagree with that statement and and in some form or fashion because again like we opened up the podcast with the quote you know every every plan is perfect in safety and security you know you can you could say i want to be a doctor in middle school you know and then as you start going through school you have a plan that you've made you know you know you need to take these courses you need to do this you need to do that and then you know you go into college 
and there's something unexpected happens. So you either gotta change your plan because, or, or stick to your plan. And if you stick to your plan, then that plan may not account for the variables that have just entered into the situation. So now that plan is not gonna be a plan that's gonna be ideal for your success. And this is where that flexibility comes in, where you have to be malleable. So you can adjust based on the variables that now exist, make a new plan and still continue to move forward to the ultimate goal, which is to be a doctor. So in my experience, the formula that has been the most successful in my life to help me achieve the worthwhile goals that I'm aiming for is to plan the goals, to make a, a goal or ideal, something that I'm aiming for, then create a plan to obtain that goal. But within that plan, create flexibility. And so the goal never changes. The goal is always the same. Like my goal is to be a doctor. So I make a plan. These are the courses I need to go to. This is the college I ultimately want to end at or uh, go to. These are the courses that I ultimately want to, you know, participate in at the college. This is the med school I want to go to. You, you lay out a whole plan. But at the end of the day, your goal is to be a doctor. And then using the scenario that we made before, you know, you get to college, the college you want, the college you've seen yourself at, and then something happens, some unknown variable in terms of the situation. Well, the goal never changes. Your goal is still to be a doctor. So you keep that goal, but now you you revamp your your plan so that it accounts now for the variables that you have that have inevitably entered into the situation with your doing or without, because life is gonna happen regardless sometimes it's because of the choices we make and other times you know things just happen it's, it's the way that it is but again that flexibility allows you to still aim for your goal still try to achieve your purpose while possibly having to go a different route to achieve it and there's nothing wrong with that i've had to take a bunch of different routes to get to what i wanted to get to in life and at the end of this podcast i'm going to share you know, my story about my journey through education. I've shared it before in earlier podcasts, but I think it's really applicable to this podcast. And it's like the perfect example I think of that in my life I can put forth to prove my point or to substantiate my claim. Inevitably, an unknown unknown will occur in life. And this plan that you have formulated will need maintenance. And if your lack of flexibility, and in your lack of flexibility, you will create a much bigger obstacle. Again, I've said it in several podcasts, you have known knowns, things you're definite about, unknown knowns, like, hey, I know this factor or this exists, but I don't know when, where, how, or whatever. I just know that, you know, it's out there. And then you have unknown unknowns, which are things that you, are unaware of that you're oblivious to and we can prepare for the known knowns the definites in life we can prepare even prepare for the unknown knowns the things that may be out there that you know may cause us to trip up that may present themselves as an issue but we're, we're unsure of it at the time of planning but it's difficult to plan for the unknown unknowns because you don't even know they're on the table 
you know, as I've had this journey through life, there's been so many unknown unknowns that have occurred in my life, partly because of the mindset that I had as I was growing up, but also because life is life. Like it's, it's gonna happen. You know, just like we've talked about how, you know, there's, there's always a coin and that coin has a heads and a tails. And things can't always land on heads or things can't always land on tails. You know, it's 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 how life works. You know, there can't be happiness without sadness. There can't be good without bad, which is large, which all four of those things are are large, largely driven by our perspective. So it's our perspective on the situation. But again, you can't have one without the other. You can't have life without death. You can't have success without failure. So through life we're constantly trying to balance this coin and to make what happens to us in our life as we go through the journey make sense to us in a positive way so that instead of getting downtrodden when things happen bad we can use it as fuel and motivation to keep us going to push us so it's the same thing with these plans you know you you can plan for success you can prepare for you know the best you can you know be as optimistic as uh, uh, as optimistic as you want to be but at the end of the day you know something may happen something always can possibly happen now best case scenario if things go the way we want them to go you know hooray for us we made it without obstacle you know the exception doesn't beat the rule you know most of the time when we execute something execute a plan something may go awry something may not fit perfectly into your plan and you're gonna have to be flexible you're gonna have to adjust in one of my units, we have, uh, well, in the Marine Corps in general, we have a phrase called simple fidelis. It means always faithful. There's a lot of Latin phrases that they use in the military that sums up uh, a, a meaningful statement. You know, simple fidelis is what the Marine Corps uses. It means always faithful. And in one of my units that I was a part of, we had a saying that was simple gumby. And what that meant to us was always flexible. So for y'all, those of y'all who don't know, for the younger audience, Gumby was a cartoon and Gumby was extremely flexible. He was, I think he was like Play-Doh or Clay or something like that, but he was extremely flexible. And the idea behind Sipper Gumby is always be willing to make a change, always be adaptable, always be in the mindset where, yeah, this is the plan, this is the mission, this is the goal, but I can go to the left or I can go to the right to achieve that goal. The only way to achieve that goal is not to go up the center. You know, and, and it taught me, you know, that you can plan as much as you want to plan and be prepared as much as you can. But at the end of the day, you still need to retain that flexibility, that that ability to, you know, change at a moment's notice and be okay with it. You know, not be all thrown, thrown off or, you know, discombobulated or, or whatever the case may be it, it taught me to be able to sidestep and be cool with it you know to sidestep to gather myself and then to keep pushing forward after i've readjusted realigned and, and got myself back together it seemed like every time we started a training evolution we had a plan and inevitably something would go wrong however we knew that the main mission we knew the main mission so we executed it to the best of our ability, keeping always an alternate course of action in our plan 
And if that didn't work, we just simply adjusted to our surroundings and to our situation. That was talking about, you know, my experience in the Marine Corps in general and in the Army as well. Like we would always have a plan. Like this is our plan of the day. We show up day one, you know, this is what we're going to do for this many days. This is our objective. You know, at the end of the day, at the end of our training evolution, this is what we want to achieve right here. This one thing with these several things. This is our main objective for our training evolution. And we go to briefings, we sit down, you know, we talk to our leadership. They tell us what they want to do, our piece of the puzzle, you know, how are we going to, you know, try to accomplish that? And, you know, we go through the whole gambit. Okay, Roger, that I got it. And then we gather equipment and, you know, we move to the first point, point or portion of our, our mission and things will start going wrong. Some equipment will be missing. Some personnel would be missing. They just walk off without communicating or something like that. And the timeline would be jacked up. We'd be running behind on our timeline. And we'd have to stay up later than usual or, or uh, especially in the army, you know, some of our equipment would go down. Um, that's, that's just what happens when you work with, you know, equipment like that, especially tracked vehicles. You know, you have to keep the maintenance up on them or, you know, whatever can happen. But something would inevitably happen. But that didn't stop us from achieving our mission. You know, a vehicle will go down, that's okay. This crew would double up on that vehicle and then we just hot seat. You know, one, one crew will go out, do the mission, they come back, another crew will hop in, they take it out, come back. You know, we, we'd find a way to accomplish our mission. You know, we, we'd make it work with what we had at that point in time and in that situation. Just because a, a vehicle went down it didn't stop anything, it didn't halt our progress. Just because equipment may not be in the proper place that it's supposed to be, we either found it or we obtained equipment another way. You know, it's like we always had an alternative route to go. You know, it, di it didn't stop us. Hiccups, you know, barriers, roadblocks, they didn't stop us. It just caused us to be more creative and figure out another way to get it, another way to obtain the goal to complete the mission and we did at the end of the day we completed the mission i believe strongly in having a plan but over time training and experience i've learned that having a mission and a goal is the most important aspect of projecting a course of action because plans are always subject to change but that goal will always stay the same again if you want to be a doctor that goal is always gonna stay the same. How you achieve that goal or obtain that goal may change along the way, but you're still gonna ultimately end up as a doctor. So when people say you need to have a plan and you need to stick to that plan and be rigid with that plan and you know be 100% committed to that plan and don't change your plan and plans are gonna change. That's just how the world, that's the way the world works. And I feel that anybody who's experienced the world for any length of time, anybody who's done, you know, who's participated in the military, any type of sports, you know, in life in general, you know, you life is going to throw curveballs. You know, you can plan and prepare as much as you want. And again, sometimes things may go the way you want them to, but in my experience, you know, the exception doesn't beat the rule and you can't prepare for everything. So it's that's just the way it's gonna happen. That's life. And the more we know, the more we can prepare ourselves. 
So this is the portion of the podcast where I told you I was going to explain my, my educational journey. And, you know, I felt like this ties into the podcast or where this is the best example or one of the, the most prominent examples I could think of when it came to this podcast. So when I was young, when me and my brothers were young, my mother, she made a mandate. I call this my mother's mandate. And she told us that we were going to college, that we had no choice, we were gonna go to college. That's what she told us when we were young. And I'm not sure about my brothers, but in my mind, you know, that was ingrained in my head. And then also the career path that I had chosen at an early age, I needed to have college as well. So it was a no brainer. You know, I, I planned and prepared and took steps in my life to, to try to get into the appropriate college for me to obtain the goal that I needed to obtain. So went through grade school without a hitch, got into the college that I wanted to. It wasn't like my top tier college, but hey, it was, it was a good second choice. You know, it was, it was a great choice. So I attended that college after high school and which was a military style college it aligned with my dreams and my goals and now for one reason or another finances became an issue so i was no longer able to attend that school i had to leave after the first year but my goal of still obtaining my degree was still at the forefront of my mind it was still the mission it was it still needed to be accomplished so i had to transfer to community college i had a financially delinquent account at that point in time so i wasn't able to transfer my credits so when i went to community college i had to start all back over again you know day one day one class one so over the course of three years i completed community college i obtained my degree my associate's degree and then i applied to a college down here in north carolina which again was a, a prominent college. You know, I think it was a good choice. It wasn't a military college or nothing, but hey, it was, it's a great choice. So I applied to college, get accepted, get my FAFSA and everything turned in. Everything is great. I show up for orientation, everything is great. The next week, they send me a letter in the mail saying, hey, before school starts, which was like three or so weeks out, you need to pay this much money. Now, when I came down to the college, my FAFSA and everything had taken care of everything. They said I didn't owe anything. My balance was paid. And now all of a sudden I owe like this crazy amount of money before I can even start. And I'm like, you know, I ain't got it. So I divert my efforts again to find another college that I could take online. Because at this point in my life, or at that point in my life, I wasn't able to just sit down in a class or you know attend a college like physically because I had bills and responsibilities that I had to take care of at that point in time. So online college was gonna be the best option for me at that point in time. So I found the online college that I felt, you know, fit my needs, that that was a good choice as well. And I started the application process for that. And then as I started the application process, they told me, hey, we we got all your paperwork and stuff like that. And the only thing is you can't be dual enrolled in colleges. And I was curious, dual enrolled, like I'm, I'm not in the college, you know, at this moment in time. And they were saying that the previous college that I was supposed to attend hadn't unenrolled me. 
So on paper, it still looked like I was attending that college. So I had to call that college. I had to get all of that worked out, then get back with my online college and, you know, fix the issue on their end. And then finally I got all of that stuff worked out. And in 26, 2016, I obtained my degree, my bachelor's science in organizational security and management. So it was my goal ever since I was a kid was to obtain my degree. And for a while there, I was on a straight path to obtaining my degree. I was, it, it was a direct route to obtaining my degree. And then, you know, that first year in college where I came into financial difficulties, you know, things kind of went off to the right. And then I had to go to community college and, you know, I'm back on track. And then uh, again, it's going in a straight line for a while. I apply to my college. I get into the college, you know, fast when everything's taken care of. Everything's going good. And then they have some type of hiccup on their end financially. And then again, it steps to the right. And then I try to enroll in online college and they got me doing enrolled. So again, it steps to the right. I get that fixed. I ultimately obtain my my degree. So the goal was always the same. The goal never changed. How I was going to obtain that goal and how I was going to obtain, you know, the prize that I had in my mind, you know, that how always, you know, is subject to change. But the why stays consistent. You know, my why was I need to obtain this degree. You know, and then the, the reasons behind that was because you know, my career goals, you know, and all the other stuff they told us in high school about, you know, pay, money, you know, the, the experience throughout your life because of having a degree in your life. And, you know, all of those things were, were subcategories to the main objective of achieving my degree. And then the how, you know, it, it, I was working in direct lines at first, but you know, I kind of went to the right, went to the left, you know, but eventually I obtained my goal of acquiring my degree. And, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for the journey. You know, when I was going through it, I really couldn't see past it. It kind of sucked. You know, I was poopy pants, you know, having a woe with me party. But at the end of the day, you know, I did it. I accomplished it. You know, it's a goal that my mother set out for me when I was a child. And when I accomplished it, I mean, the feeling was, you know, crazy. You know, I got to go to uh, an arena and I got to graduate in front of my family and my friends. So it was awesome. And this is just something that's been really on my heart lately because I've been listening to a lot of motivational speakers. And I've, I don't know if I'm hearing them wrong or if this is really what they mean, but Again, I feel like there, there's some type of mix up, you know, I, between the why and the how, you know, at, at least from where I'm sitting and from my experience, you know, uh, somebody's experience may be different and, you know, it may line up a certain way, a certain different way for them. But the path that I've walked in life and the path that I'm still walking in life has mirrored this formula where I set a goal, I create a plan. And then I follow that plan until the extent that I can't follow it no more. And then I adapt and overcome. But my track is still heading towards my goal. I'm still trying to accomplish that main goal. So I hope that was clear. I hope it was concise and that, 
you feel what I'm saying? You know, because there's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of good information out there, but I feel like we can do better. You know, sometimes it's not realistic. Sometimes I feel like motivational speakers are speaking from a place of, I don't know how to say it. Like they, they haven't been in the trenches, you know? Well, they've been in the trenches, but their trench isn't our trench or your trench. You know, everybody's trench is different. Like some football players came from a well-to-do family with a great name and, you know, they went to college and, you know, everything was taken care of for them. And then other people, you know, they came from the hood and they fought and worked and struggled and, you know, made it to where they made it. And I mean, the struggle is different for everybody, but I feel like every motivational speaker or every life coach isn't for everybody. I think that's why there's so many, because there's so many different types of situations, so many different types of people that somebody could say something in a totally different way and it just hits somebody like, hey, that makes sense. Or, you know, hey, that's good to go. That's that's great information. So I hope this is that for you. I hope that you get this information, you apply this information, and it leads to great success, abundance, and prosperity. That's all I have for you today. Make sure you visit my website, ycin.org. That's yourtimeisnow.org. My YouTube channel, which you can find simply by typing in my name, Chase Beatty. That's C-H-A-S-E-B-E-A-T-T-Y. And my motivational Instagram page. You can find that at A-L-B Chase. That's A-L-B-C-H-A-S-E. Please like, subscribe, and follow. And as you go throughout your day, ask yourself, why not me? Why not now?